Party time. It is Monday. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, Studio 22. We're in the mothership. It is uh, raining outside Dallas-Fort Worth. Everything is just kind of floating away. I hydroplaned the last hour of my trip to get here. I really did. I floated in, Chris. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark, Super Chris. Cruz, let's love Brandon at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. And trust me, it is insane. 73% of college Democrats polled think Biden shouldn't run again. And 73% that think he should not. These are college kids. But that does prove that 27% of Democrats can't even take a poll without lying. Come on, 100% of them ought to believe that he should not be running again. I mean, who in their right mind could think that the guy <coughs> with that level of cognitive decline should be the leader of the free world? An entire SWAT team, <coughs> that's a lot of guns, by the way, was deployed to arrest a man who painted swastikas on an LGBTQ rainbow crosswalk because somebody had the balls to go try something like that. Uh, the SWAT team took him down with incident because he did not see him coming. See what I did there, Nazi? He did not see him coming. Uh, there it is. Easy joke. It's low-hanging fruit. Uh, Gary Busey, I don't know if you saw this or not. He's 78 years old. He's always been a half a bubble off, even before the motorcycle accident and the heavy drug use. I don't know if you saw him on The, the Apprentice. He's basically dry-humping people's legs. Uh, he was, he's been accused and arrested now of committing sex crimes during a horror movie convention in New Jersey. Uh, whatever you do, folks, don't picture that. And I do feel sorry for the poor woman trying to have an orgasm and just hearing, oh, you got to be quicker than that. Um, Gary Busey, can you imagine with his... Oh, no, no, it doesn't. In fact, now, granted, there's no defense for this, but people with brain injuries do get attributed with hypersexualization um, and, and things of that nature, which, again, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just saying it could be that that's it. But Hollywood, am I right? Hollywood. Uh, California's euthanasia laws, uh, they have those. Uh, I'm telling you, Democrats, they love to kill you, uh, whether it's abortion, euthanasia. But California's euthanasia laws are expanding to include mature children under 18 and the mentally ill. Basically, they're going to take Texas standards for the death penalty, but now they're going to apply them to non-criminals. Unfortunately, though, uh, mentally ill covers basically everyone in California. <laughs> Let me go back to Gary Busey for a minute. Uh, Texas schools have begun displaying In God We Trust posters in accordance with some new laws, and 14.6% of the godless liberals in that area immediately lost their voices from all their shill screeching. They can't stand the concept of uh, any of that being in the schools, but we'll talk more about that later. The million-dollar gun tip line in Chicago has managed to pay out one, one single $10,000 tip in its entire year of existence. Nobody's turning in their guns. It makes it only the, you know, 104th stupidest thing Mayor Lori Lightfoot has done in her tenure. A Democratic congresswoman, I don't know if you've seen that clip or not, she refuses the calls to resign after a video leaked showing her role in a hit and run. I mean, she hit that guy on the bicycle hard and never even touched the brakes. I mean, she Ann haste his ass. Okay, that's right. Well, she claims to be following the Kennedy path to politics. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, she was moving Chappaquiddick really, really quick. Oh, my God. Brian Stelter resigned. We called it. We probably had a hand in it. 
I don't know. And uh, we we did it. We did it. Uh, there he is. Humpty Dumpty has had a great fall. And he gone from CNN. I hear that they may be about to do Jake Tapper and Don Lemon. So they're going to basically, and this is what I said last week to someone. I didn't say it publicly, so it doesn't count. But I said, it's about to be Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer. That'll be it on the network. Really? I Pretty much. I think it's just going to be Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer. And then the non, non-named talking heads. Um, they're not going to get rid of As long as CNN exists, there'll be Wolf Blitzer and, a, and a Anderson Cooper. Now, they'll probably be axed tomorrow because I, I'm getting cocky with my predictions and prognostications. I mean, God knows I got to send my bookie $1,300. That's how good I am at picking winners. Um, so we'll see what happens, but I think Don Lemon and, uh, Tapper are on Tapper or Acosta, but I, one of them is going to be, we should have a pool going. We really should have a pool going, but, um, let's see Brian Stelter and what he had to say when he signed off. Play it. Really, really unusual day. TV networks rarely have a show like this, a show all about the media and networks even more rarely cancel a show but still let it have one more live episode i don't know if i've ever seen this happen before okay so here we are together in a super strange situation i can't wait to be watching cnn seeing what happens in the future i'm gonna be rooting for it i want cnn to be strong i believe america needs cnn to be strong i believe the free world needs cnn to be strong and it will continue to be because all of us are going to help make that happen The free world needs a reliable source. So, for reliable sources, for the last time, I'm Brian Stelter. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I I want the world to know that there needs to be a CNN. There needs to be a CNN, and it needs to have reliable sources. I'll be watching and pull it for you. Brian Stelter, for the last time. I mean, what could have gone wrong? He lies to you on a regular basis. Uh, he is an activist that is very partisan. He is unhinged most of the time. And he's just so good to look at. I mean, that the handsome, the handsomeness that is Brian Stelter is what <laughs> the thumb with male pattern baldness. I tell you, I love it. CNN. They gave me one more show in order to sign off. Yeah. Where do you think he's going to reemerge? Like the world of podcasting, I'm assuming. You think MSNBC? Is is MSNBC kind of like the the great, like the the grill guard where the shit goes through into the sewer and they just catch the big lumps, right? Because that's just kind of where it's at. You know, you get done with a job and MSNBC's like, you sucked in real life, we'll take you. Uh, so Brian Stelter, Jen Psaki, probably Liz Cheney, which Liz Cheney with her political aspirations, she's in it to win it. <laughs> Play that clip. So you've said you're going to think about running for president. Would you be running to send a message or would you be running to win? No, look, you run for president because you believe you would be the best the best candidate because you believe you'd be the best president of the United States. And, and so any decision that I make... Uh, about doing something that significant and that serious would be with the intention of winning and because I think I would be the best candidate. Would your path be 
inside the Republican Party or outside the Republican Party? I haven't made any any uh, specific decisions or plans about that at this point. So running as an independent is a possibility. It's uh, one of the things you're thinking I'm about. I'm not going to go go down that path anymore in terms of speculating. All right. So in other words, the money hasn't come in yet is what she's saying. The, the check hasn't cleared. Um, would somebody, let's unpack that little interview. Let's unpack that. First of all, I hate the question, would you be in it to send a message or in it to win it? That's a bullshit you know, here before the show, I said I was going to ease up on the language a little bit, and I've already popped off with a couple of... Uh, that's a dumb question. You know, when I was running for governor, a lot of people said, are you just sending a message? Well, look, if you've got a platform and a lot to lose, you don't just run to send a message, no. right? If you're just a nobody that has no intention of going out and getting into the forums or the debates or the campaign trail and giving the speeches, and there were several people like that on, you know, that were on the billboards that were running here in the state of Texas, that, that's one thing. You want to send a message. You're, you're kind of causing a little ripple, but you're not really stirring anything up. Somebody like Liz Cheney, they have a platform, whether you like it or not. I mean, the amazing thing is I've never in my life, you want to think the media is not biased, guys? Let me just tell you exactly how biased the media is. When has a person stunningly lost an election and they put them on all the talk shows? For I mean, t- tell me what the hell's going on. Beto loses an election. They put him on all the talk shows. Liz Cheney loses by, what, 30% something? Just got trounced. And now you would think she won. You would think she's on a victory tour. And not only that, not only that, it's Wyoming. Yes. (laughs) Wyoming. This isn't New York, California, Illinois. This isn't even Georgia. It's Wyoming. And I love those of you in Wyoming, some of you. But still, it's Wyoming. Like, I don't think, I just, hear me out. I don't think that Vladimir Putin, when he hovers his finger over the launch buttons, I don't think there's a lot of tips aimed at Wyoming. No, and Chad, right now, the the second governor of Georgia, Stacey Abram, <laughs> does another loser that literally has been not only on on the news, she's been on Star Trek as the president of the world. Yeah, she she Stacey Abrams, who has never gotten corn off the cob evenly with one bite, is <laughs> still. I mean, how do these people stay relevant in losing? I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't, but that just shows you how it's biased. Now, even Hollywood, by putting Stacey Abrams on Star Trek, shows you how biased they are. They want to make these people into fanfare. They do. Um, it, it, you know, I, I got, I, honestly, like I'm grasping for, for something right here mentally, trying to find a place to, to just put a placeholder to say, this is why we want these people's voices to be heard. You would think you would go after the winners, but they don't. What they do is they go after the loudmouth activists, the people who are going to stir the pot. That's what they want because that's what their party is built on. That's what their agenda and, and their whole uh, narrative is built on is who can make the most noise. Obviously, a Stacey Abram, she's a polarizing figure. You know, and look, Donald Trump, Perfect example. On the right, he's a polarizing figure. That's why they can't stop talking about him. Whether he's a viable candidate or not, look, Ron DeSantis, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, pick a person, they could all run for president. Okay? Trump would not even be in the race. They'd still be talking about Trump. In 2024, the the campaign leading, if Trump decides he's not going to run, no matter who is in the 
Republican primaries, the conversation is still going to be about Trump. So I can hear the debates right now. How will your presidency be different from the Trump administration? That's what it'll be, because they have to keep playing on these polarizing figures, because at the end of the day, the media, the media is no longer about just telling you what you need to hear and giving you information. It's about selling things. It's about selling things. And look, we're all guilty of it. And I get it because, because we have to keep the lights on, which has been touch and go around here today. The, the power's been going out a lot around here. Um, I mean, we're in floods, but it's again, it's about making money. Who can, I was talking to a friend of mine, great singer, songwriter, great songwriter, Nashville songwriter. And, um, he's written a lot of great songs. Chuck Allen Floyd. I met with him yesterday at, uh, at, uh, at a pub. We had a couple of beers caught up, traded some stories and he made the comment. We were talking about the music industry about how people don't, uh, it's bear with me. I'm going somewhere with this about how somebody writes a song so like nashville they write a song they don't care if it gets radio play or not ultimately can they put it on the truck commercial will that song play on the on the beer commercial a jingle so so they're writing these songs and and they think it's all about what can this song sell so you look at uh walker hey hey whatever his name was but he did the applebee's fancy like song fancy like applebee's hate the song terrible song it's an atrocity but he had a dance and it was a jingle talking about applebee's the guy made millions off of the thing good for him that's great but the song sucked wasn't about the song there's not even genres of music anymore there's playlists there's playlists because it does you can have david lee roth merle haggard and jay-z on the same playlist that's your genre because it's it's what you chose to do so it doesn't matter so the point is, when it comes to the media, they don't even care about the truth anymore or, or putting the facts out there anymore. What's going to trigger you to go to their advertising? What's going to tune you in to go to their advertising? That's what they care about, and they're going to tell you stuff. And so people accuse us, oh, you guys are too many commercials, too many ads. No, we do enough to keep the lights on. But I promise you, we're not, we're not those guys. We're not those guys. This is still a for-profit business, don't get me wrong. And speaking of that, homeowners, beware. You could already be a victim of home title theft and not even know it. You got cyber thieves out there that they might have already forged your name on to, uh, their name on to the title of your home. That's right. Uh, I want you to go to HomeTitleLock.com, and they got a free special offer for you. You've heard me talk about it. Go do it if you haven't done it yet, folks. Don't, don't make me keep rambling on about this thing and telling you. Go do it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. And simply enter your address, and for free, no obligation, they'll give you a home title scan, see if you're safe or not. That's like a $100 value. And you'll discover if there's any cyber thieves out there camping on your home's title. So uh, home title lock, listen, your home's title is the only document that proves you actually own the house. And if they forge their name on the title and submit it, they could take out loans against your home, and they leave you with the bills. They, they can forge your name and say, forge their name and your name, put it on there, and they'll say that they're the new owner. Now, make sure your title is safe, okay? Make sure it's securely in your name. Do the scan at HomeTitleLock.com. Then I want you to sign up. Use promo code RADIO and enter your address. Make sure you sign up. Again, HomeTitleLock.com, but you got to use promo code RADIO to save. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. We'll be back. 
It's uh, it's the last day for the socks. I don't know if you noticed. I'm not wearing any shoes here, ma'am. And all my stuff's soaking wet, dude. I had to walk through a flood to get in here. Uh, the last day for the socks. BlazeSocks.com. Tell you more about that later on. But it's I think today's the last day. And you know you need to get them. They're cool socks. I want, let's talk about Fauci for a second. Uh, Fauci said that's breaking news today. Um, Fauci said no matter what, he is going to. Uh, Step down. He's going to retire in December. And uh, let's hold him accountable, folks. I mean, he's 81 years old. Can we please stop giving octogenarians places of power? Please, please. And I get it. Inevitably, I say something like that. Somebody comments to me and they say, my mother is 82 years old and she's out walking three miles a day. Well, your mother's not the leader of the free world and your mother's not the person in charge of the uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases that determined that you couldn't go to grandma's funeral or to the wedding or even visit grandma in the nursing home. So he says, I'm, I'm moving from my current positions. I'm not retiring. After more than 50 years of government service, I plan to pursue the next phase of my career um, while I still have so much energy and passion for my field. Yeah. So, so let me interpret that for you. Given the opportunity, he's not done killing people. All right? Flip-flop Fauci. Uh, he's been back and forth. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Six-foot distance. Don't six-foot distance. All these kind of things. And the worst thing you could do is put a mask. I don't know how I'd do that accent and still be a southern drawl, but I managed to pull it off. Um, Fauci needs to be held accountable. You need to get Steve Dace's new book, The Fourth Reich. Uh, and that's a controversial title, folks. When he advocates for Nuremberg-like trials, that's that's very controversial. You guys, you know, the the, the Nuremberg trials led to executions. Uh, so read read Steve Dace's book and be a radical like the rest of us. Um, yeah. So we're radicals in here, boys. We're radicals, man. We, we you know what? We. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I was gonna. Not even gonna say what I was gonna say. I just get a kick out of people who are like, "Oh, oh, you work for Glenn Beck." Okay, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, Glenn gets what Glenn wants, but technically, no. Uh, uh, but I get a kick out of people who say they immediately judge you when they hear, "Oh, you, you're on Blaze." Um, are y'all are y'all drowning gays? Uh, I, like we got a tank in the back just for that. Uh, you, but you know, it, it, you know, if one straggles in that didn't make it for the weekend cutoff, we'll still get them drowned. Yeah. <laughs> People are dumb, man. It's like you should maybe watch the show. We love to trigger you, that's for sure. Yeah, we love to trigger you. Oh, Chad, God. is is drowning gays your next <laughs> overtime? Because I feel like again, since we're so evil. Perfect example of how to get more people to watch this show. <laughs> people Once will tune in for Fridays. the executions. <laughs> Once a month um, on Fridays, we drown the gays only on overtime. I said this, speaking of gays, I said this you know, last week on the show, but I also I tweeted it Thursday night. I said, I feel sorry for the L's, the G's, and the B's yeah. because the T's are taking over, and the reason the T's are taking over is in order to let the P's come in. <laughs> They're trying to normalize the, the pedos. And so they're letting the T's drive the bus, and the T's are taking them down uh, uh, a political narrative and, that they don't want to go down. 
uh, because they've been the, the, the T's have been radicalized. The L's and the G's and the B's, they just want insurance. <laughs> right? They just want to be able to get their spouse some insurance. <laughs> and, and the T's are like wanting your children. I mean, do you see the vast difference in what I'm saying here? Lesbian, gays, and bisexuals, they're like, look, we just, we just want to have sex with who we want to have sex with. We don't necessarily want to cram it down your throat. Like, we got what we wanted. We got some equality. Um, and But now we got these folks in here that are, you know, TikToking, trying to get your children. It's a big difference, man. Uh, so I kind of feel sorry for them. And then, of course, several gay people sent me a message saying, don't feel sorry for us. I said, kind of sorry. Okay. I don't, I don't really understand tongue in cheek. I know you guys understand a lot of things in your cheeks, but this is just a little tongue in cheek. <laughs> Boy, you talk about zero F's given. I just don't anymore, man. I, listen, um, it, yeah. <laughs> do you, boo? You do you. Well, Chad, I saw uh, over the weekend you were tweeting out um, – pictures of some events you were doing over the weekend yeah and the one about the guy that said <laughs> yeah. some of the ones like when you meet someone that don't give an f's yeah and i'm like yeah that is chad i've seen a, an evolution yeah. of chad going from like you know what it, it's done well, we're done uh, well here's the thing man here's the thing so they just blew up the guy in russia's daughter right so so that's a story that you know, I was saying when I heard this story this morning, I immediately think that, that could be like Archduke Ferdinand, which began World War I. Nobody knew who Archduke Ferdinand was, which was, uh, if you know the history of that assassination attempt, 1914, that was a, that was a crazy mess uh, of trying to get that guy assassinated. Um, and, but it launched World War I. So now you have this guy in Russia who trades cars with his daughter. She cranks up the SUV. Boom, it blows up, kills her. And they're saying it's America. They're saying it's Ukraine. And I, then I turn on the radio this morning, and Glenn's talking about it, saying the exact same thing. Um, scary stuff, scary times we're living in. When you hear stuff going on like that, and when you have these major power players that are out there and a dementia-ridden president like Joe Biden, who has never in 50 years done a single thing correctly, even when he supposedly had his right mind, and you go, okay, I've been trying to help you guys for all these years and give you some stuff that I think is commonsensical and you do it with a little bit of passion, and now you guys are like, ah, you know what? And, and then I realized we're probably going to get nuked anyway in the next six weeks. Screw it. Let the loose end drag. I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you and say it the way I want to say it. People can get pissed if they want to. But I put that tweet out there, or the guy retweeted what the guy said. Because I, I was with the fine people of Johnson County, Texas. They had several hundred people show up uh, for the launch of, of this event. And uh, I was the keynote speaker, came in there and talked. And I never really know what I'm going to say until I get in front of people and look them in the eye. And then I kind of launch out into it. And a lot of times it gets a little raw. It gets a little rough. Um, but I'll tell you the truth. And I'll tell you, the, you know, from my perspective, I'll tell you the truth. It's so it's it's uh, yeah. The guy said, well, you know, we need more people that just give no F's. And, of course, there were the comments on there that people say, well, he bitches about stuff online all day, every day. He must give some Fs about something. I'm not really bitching about it. I'm just pretty passionate about it. You know? I mean, I'm pretty passionate about these things. 
because they, they're they coming for you. I mean, you take, for instance, this IRS deal, 90,000 new IRS agents, and you say, oh, they're not coming for anybody that makes less than $400,000 a year. Okay. Well, anybody over $400,000 a year, the millionaires and the billionaires, they got lawyers that are going to fight this stuff. And eventually those auditors are going to go, you know, it's not worth our time and effort to spend all this in court and legislation and trying to deal with the legal battle. So let's go after the other folks. Like, us and so the middle class the middle class is about they're attempting to make that obsolete and it's going to just be rich folks the haves and the have-nots be the rich and the poor and they're going to make sure the middle class gets poor um and look you want you want me to take you down the rabbit hole the conspiracy rabbit hole you take this mar-a-lago raid you take donald trump all they got to do plant some is plant some stuff this is joe biden's uh this is joe biden's DOJ. He knows that you know, 77% or whatever it is of polled college students don't want him to run again. They plant some stuff in these files that they take out of Mar-a-Lago. Then they indict Donald Trump. They perp walk him out to the car, the whole thing, make it where he can't run again. And then what happens? You know, 70 million Americans rise up and say, hell no. So Joe Biden says, well, let's declare martial law. There's no election in November. Scary stuff. Will that happen? I tend to think it won't, but it could. It could. Why not? At this point, why not? Why not? I mean, absolutely. So we'll see, man. Uh, you know, the judge who greenlit Mar-a-Lago raid um, gives secrecy-minded DOJ order on release of key document. So uh, he published a written order Monday explaining his ground rules for releasing at least portions of the affidavit that triggered the search warrant. Again, I go back to it. Why didn't they just go ask? Why didn't they just go ask for the documents? You know, Trump said six weeks ago, if you want it, come get it. Because they had, they had to make a deal out of this thing. They had to make a, a stink out of it. Oh, my gosh. As I was saying, the socks... <laughs> Uh, I think this is the last day you can order them. So if you haven't done it yet, uh, do it. Falls around the corner, going to cool off. Flip-flops are going away. Uh, going to be trying to put on some shoes. You got your dress shoes on, whatever, guys especially. Listen, you want to be able to pull your pants up like this? Like, where's my sock? There it is. There it is in the camera. You want to be able to pull it up and show them who's on your sock. Trump, DeSantis, Klaus Schwab, uh, Joe Biden. Show it off to your conservative friends. Tri- trigger your liberal progressive haters. Uh, you got you to get these socks because they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone. Go get them. Tonight is the night. Go to blazesocks.com and uh, grab a couple of packs, okay? You'll also get the little, the, little, uh, the little pack of the little coolers for your drinks and stuff like that, which are pretty cool. And if you're a subscriber to The Blaze, you can get 20% off if you use promo code BLAZESUB, but the code is only available for The Blaze TV subscribers. So blazesocks.com. Use code BLAZESUB. Get 20% off if you're a Blaze TV subscriber. And uh, you got to go in there, and you got to buy it under the email address that you use to log in to your Blaze TV account. And if you don't have a Blaze TV account, don't forget to get one of those as well. Uh, these are American-made, so here's what you're doing. You're helping the economy. You're supporting America. You're supporting American jobs. You're supporting conservative American values, and all by wearing something fun like a sock. Go get some. BlazeSocks.com. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, you know what time it is. It is that time in the show where we attempt to wax eloquent. Ladies and gentlemen, every once in a while, as one sits a-fiddling and watching the precipitous fall of the Republic, one comes across a tiny glimmer of hope that warms the heart. The Kettle Moraine School Board in Wales, Wisconsin. They've just announced that they're banning the display of political and religious propaganda in their classrooms and the inclusion of preferred pronouns in their school-related emails. Yeah, no more pronouns, no more Black Lives Matter flags, no more pride flags, no T-shirts with political messages. They're just shoving all that crap out out the airlock, just poof, flushing it. Now, one might be tempted to think that this school board is guilty of the heinous sin of just wanting their kids to go to school to, you know, learn. I mean, how dare they? Uh, And guess what? One would be right. Superintendent Stephen Plum is quoted as saying, we live in a world where politics are highlighted and it puts people in uncomfortable positions. I feel the staff can fully support students. I feel that every staff member, custodian and teacher ought to know that it's really in the best interest of the students to look out for them and to have strong, healthy relationships that develop there from. End quote. Now, the first thing I'd like to point out is that there are not enough people these days using the word therefrom. I mean, that stood out to me. Uh, I'd make him superintendent just for that, actually. But more importantly, he's scratching at the surface of something that has exploded in our society into a huge problem. The whole woke movement has been so invasive, so corrosive to the basic fabric that holds us together that it's now a national problem. And honestly, it's a national threat. Yeah, I said threat, and I know I'm repeating myself here, but it's too important not to repeat. I don't fall under the delusion that there was some moment in our collective history as a nation where things were all rosy all the time, where we lived in peace and harmony, and even people who disagreed did so in a civil manner while wearing suits and ties or ankle-length dresses. I don't think there was a time when some group of people wasn't at another group of people's throats politically. I will say that I think those groups were smaller and one would hope a little better informed than the American populace at large today, but leave that aside. What we at least had for some length of time in everyday discourse of our polity was a breeding ground for decent American citizens. Decent American citizens. Their decision to go off the rails was relegated outside the walls of at least the young scholastic encampment, and the reason this was an important thing isn't even the dangers of wokeness. That's just the latest threat. It was something far deeper, which is the overall sown division, which then inevitably fans out into the general public over time. The deeper roots of the problem in the American public school system today go directly to the notion of us versus them, subsuming us with them. Wokeness might be a wobbly three-wheeled vehicle with the doors falling off, but I'm still transporting us further and further down the wrong path, and apparently this Wisconsin school board is aware of that and wants to put a stop to it. Now, I have no doubt that they're going to come under the media attack. They're already coming under social media attack. But what else is new? I know that as the pandemic recedes into the distance, it might seem like things are settling back down and you don't have to continue being heavily involved in your kids' education. Folks, listen, don't believe that. That's a lie. Do not be deceived and dumbed down into that, okay? Do not become lethargic. I've maintained what I've maintained for years at this point. You need to get your kids out of public schools. Now, maybe this Kettle Moraine thing, which is the name of the school, maybe it's going to catch on and clean the educational house in a way it needs to be cleaned. Maybe it'll catch on. I hope it's contagious. But more likely, too much damage has been done, and we need to restructure the whole thing. Good on you guys for making a difference, though. Who knows? Who knows what minds will pass through your school in this window of sanity who might go on to change the world in a positive way. God bless you.
I'm just pissed off that he used the word custodian because that is not politically correct. You know what? That is one step away from janitor, and I don't like that at all. I am triggered. There are no janitor flags. Custodial lives matter. So, so let's talk about this, too. Let's talk about this. Speaking of schools, Berkeley, <laughs> that bastion, bastion of free thinking. Berkeley, uh, co-op house rules declare that white guests are not allowed into common spaces. Let's talk. So this is UC Berkeley. Um, I, I tweet. I, I commented. I re, I responded to um, Fox News their Instagram story of this the other day. I responded on there, and I'm going to tell you what I said in a minute. But uh, their co-op program there at Berkeley was created to help students find affordable housing around campus. According to the Berkeley Student Cooperative, the five-story home is located close to campus and can accommodate up to 56 students. It was established in 2015 to create a safe, this is their quote, create a safe and welcoming space for its house members and build solidarity with communities of color in the Berkeley area and beyond. Many POC moved here to be able to avoid white violence and presence, so respect their decision of avoidance if you bring white guests. Uh, uh, it advised members to also announce guests in the guest chat if they will be in the common spaces with you and if they are white. Now, now let me just tell you what I commented on this thing. My, my take on that is we're not banned from anything. We're just choosing to follow your stupid rules. Because yes. let me tell you, if, if we make up, I don't know, let, let me just bring it on down. Let's say whites, so stupid that I even have to say this. Let's say we make up 65% of the American population. If we want to, and I said this last week, we can do whatever we want to do. If we wanted to do it, we'd do it. Like if we wanted to suddenly go back to the segregation of Jim Crow, we could do it. It, it, might, it might be, you know, a, not a, a little struggle involved. But trust me, the majority has this way of winning when they want to. But the issue is we're not trying to win anything. There are no white males out there. You know, there, there's some subsets of some subcategories of society that are just the dreg, redneck assholes of America that are sitting in their trailers with swastikas tattooed on their neck. And we don't give a rat's ass about those morons. That's not the majority of America. It's not. Now, look, I get, I get, and I had this conversation yesterday. I get that there are some things that we need to look at in our history, and we do this. We do this. We look at our history and we go, that was bad. We don't ever need to do that again. We were operating with a certain level of ignorance. We need to not do that anymore. But that's not good enough for folks like these folks at UC Berkeley. They got to make sure that a different type of segregation is instituted and say, we're going to ban you. Well, do you not see the problem in this? I mean, again, you, you know, the color of your skin, its pigmentation, it represents about 0.000001% of your DNA. I think I put five zeros there, and I think I'm correct. There might be six zeros, but I think it's five. That's what determines, that's what differentiates you from the rest of the human race. Now, I've never seen, I say this again, I've never seen a white person. I've never seen a black person. 
I've seen a whole lot of creams. I've seen a whole lot of cocoa and mauves. I've seen some mahogany. You know, I've seen some puce and some pink, some, some maroon. Yeah, some red. You know, some, sometimes you're sunburned. I, I've seen, I've seen, I have seen white skin go to dark skin right around the butthole. I've seen it. I, 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 I've seen literally on one body, I've seen the skin tone change. Yeah, I'm just, it's true. I mean, I have. I, 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 got, a, I got a buddy whose his, his knuckles are brown. He's a white guy. I call him butthole knuckles. <laughs> so what, what are we going to do? I mean, we're going to keep separating ourselves off of skin color. That really, that where we are, 21st century America. We are so woke that we've gone back to doing shit like they did in the 50s and 60s. Of, of, 20, of the 20th century. That's, that's where we are. Well, Chad, the iron of all this is they don't see that if a white house would do the same thing to them, <laughs> then they'll be like, oh, racism, of Jim course. Crow law. Of course. White nationalism. No. Uh, of course. That's like, why I say, look, we, we've done some dumb things in our history. There's some things that need to be, you know, amends need to be made. But come on, you know? All you could do, you know, you, you could go back and say, look, those people who did those things, they're dead now. And we, we've educated ourselves. We don't sit around going, Sean Foster, everybody knows Sean. Sean's black. I don't know if, you know, I don't know if you guys know that. Sean's black. He walked past me. I was at the coffee maker earlier, and he just smacked me on the ass. Just walked up behind me, smacked me on the ass. And I said, what's up, baby? And, I, and he, he walks past me. He goes, and I was like, hey, man. He goes, you didn't even know who slapped you on the ass. You just said, what's up, baby? And I said, well, <laughs> that's true. That's kind of the way I am. But I didn't go, oh, my God, a black man slapped my ass. Because I don't think like that. He's one of my best friends on the freaking planet. And you, you look at stuff like this, and you're like, really? The rest of the world going to look at this and say, oh, Sean didn't look at me and say, you know what? Um, you can't ever come to my house. <laughs> We've got that segregated now. <laughs> that would just be stupid. If it's stupid on an individual basis, why are you going to do it on a corporate basis? Why are you going to do it as a community? It's dumb. Hang tight. We'll be right back. All right, I got to tell you while I still got you, because I know at the end of this segment, people, especially on the live chat, they start peeling off and they're like, ah, we're not paying attention anymore. So now that you guys are 35 minutes into the show and you're still saying hi to one another in the live chat. <laughs> I don't understand why people can't get on the live chat on the, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you watch this on YouTube, you go to the live chat and everybody shout out to the fact pack. I love you. I don't know why y'all can't just say, hey, y'all do it individually. But hey, look, it's your deal. It's your thing. You do it how you do it. I just don't understand it. You do it, man. Um, I, we're booking some shows. I, I got some new shows coming. You go to watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. Uh, I'm booking New Year's Eve. So I got, I got a whole host of uh, New Year's Eve stuff. So on December 30th, I think we're in College Station. Uh, December 31st, which is New Year's Eve, obviously. Going to be at Lake Jackson, Texas. And then on January 1st, we're going to be in um, Canyon Lake, Canyon Lake, back at Goofy's. So me and Jesse Payton are going to go out there and we're going to offend everybody for New Year's. 
It's going to be fun. Straight up comedy. And uh, so if you're in those areas, you want to get your tickets. And when they come on sale, come party with us. I think actually Canyon Lake for January 1st is already on sale. I'm going to be in uh, uh, Steve Dace territory. I'm going to be up in Iowa. December 3rd. Those tickets are going pretty fast. So uh, my Iowa folks, if you're listening, go. Uh, we're going to be uh, Otomwa. I probably say that wrong. I'm not Native American enough. Otomwa. Y'all will correct me, I'm sure. Going to be there December 3rd. Lots of shows coming up. I'm in Oklahoma next month and uh, lots of places. What else do we want to talk about? What do we want to talk about? <sighs> I feel like there's something I am forgetting. And I don't like it. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. So he's, I love Ricky Gervais. We're polar opposites in terms of things we believe and faith and political and all that. But, uh, you know, he's, you can't tell the truth in this world. Even if it's jokes, you can't. You, you can't do that because they're going to come at you. Because there's been a string of recent onstage attacks. Performance are beginning to take actions to prevent future incidents. So Ricky Gervais, who, of course, is a comedian, He's bolstered his security detail to protect him from potential attackers. Uh, says he's not taking any chances, not wasting any expense. He's getting a real deal. You know, what you do, and like I travel with security, especially after the Salman Rushdie deal last week, where the guy attacked him and stabbed him, you know, 15 times a couple weeks ago while he was in New York. Uh, Dave Chappelle was attacked. Uh, I travel with security. You know, it's always good to just kind of put this stuff out there and just remind you that uh, you come on stage, you're going to get effed up. Come around, you're going you're gonna to find out. It's, it's not a good thing to do because a lot of dudes are traveling with a lot of security now. Because, I mean, look, man, you got one life to live. You're out there trying to entertain people with jokes and people are that triggered. I mean, my God. I mean, really? I, like I saw somebody that was triggered over it's like a air, somebody was working at the airline and they had a LGB, let's go Brandon, hat on. People were demanding they get fired. I mean, show me on the doll where the hat hurt you. And by the way, Chad, I know you're talking about his name is Christian. Um, and me and Sarah found out who he is. We found out where he lives and found out his phone number. Yeah. So little Christian over there, be careful what you're doing out there trying to single out this American airline employee for the ground crew. Yeah. So slow down there. And yeah. you blocked your account. Okay, we still see you. Still see you. We still see you. People think that they could do this stuff online and they hide behind their avatars and they hide behind their fake names and accounts. Guys, trust me, it ain't, it ain't that hard to figure out who you are. So all these trolls that are out there thinking, uh, look, again, I go back to what I said earlier with the Berkeley thing. We're just choosing to be nice. We're, just, we're choosing to be nice at this point. Um, it is what it is. <sighs> Play me a TikTok. I want to see okay, white educators, Here this one is for you. I mean, really, most of these are going to be for y'all. White educators should be a safe space for black students. Let me say that again. White educators should be a safe space for black students. If you're wondering why you're not able to connect with those kids, it's probably because they don't feel safe around you. I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. There are many white people, especially white strangers, that I have my guard up. And it's because I'm trying to protect myself from them. I don't know if this is a safe person. And it's the same with children. 
So if you decide to gloss over instances of racism or decide that Black Lives Matter is a political thing, you're not a safe person. Yeah, I was in the Kroger the other day looking for toilet paper. And there was a guy uh, who he was in this little motorized cart, black guy. And he comes up there and he stood up out of the thing. And, and uh, he goes, is this the right price on the uh, paper towels right here? And I looked at it and I said, I think those are the ones next to it. So we had this big, long conversation. Nowhere at the time when I was looking for toilet paper and he was looking for paper towels, did this black gentleman go, you feel unsafe to me. Never at any time. You know why? Because we live in the effing real world. We do. And while you're in your car tick-tocking with your false sense of threat of it everywhere you turn, maybe you are the problem because you are looking for, you know, this way of getting accosted at every turn. Somebody looked at me wrong. I can't be around white people without feeling unsafe. Maybe you're the unsafe one. Maybe you just don't know how to operate in general public. I don't know. Because everywhere I go, I mean, God... I'm around people all the time that it just, you know, I, I don't really think about the stuff that you think about. I, again, I'm not sitting around in my trailer, you know, hovering over my, uh, you know, hovering over my swastikas trying to think about what people group I want to go attack next. It really actually never crossed my freaking mind. So, yeah, there's that, um, you know. I was in the gas station the other day. I went in. I bought some the stuff you put in your truck, you know, the the diesel exhaust fuel. And and uh, the Pakistani guy behind the uh, counter goes, "Hey, would that be all, brother?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, brother, that'll be it, man." So we kind of felt safe together in that moment of solidarity, man. We were we were brothers over some diesel exhaust fuel at the Circle K. I mean. That's what the world's all about. But again, I say that people say, you're racist for even bringing it up. No, she brought it up. I'm just responding to how stupid it is. And by the way, every educator that I personally know, and I don't know them all, so maybe there are some assholes out there. We've seen that there are. But everybody I know doesn't go in there and say, damn it, I got to deal with those stupid black kids this morning. No. Nobody does that. They talk about, these are my babies. These are my babies. I got, I got an ex-wife that's an educator. I got a daughter that's an educator. And they say, got, a, got my babies. I'm glad to get my babies back after summer. So there you go. We'll be right back. I got 44 seconds, and I want to tell you all the important stuff. Watchchat.com is where all the fun things are. That's where all the fun stuff is. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. I visited with my friend Travis Wilson. Uh, he's got Alpha Elite Performance. Uh, dude, let me tell you, I have fallen in love with their products. And if you go buy it, if you want to save, use their promo code Chad. That's just a free endorsement. Alpha Elite, veteran-owned. Great. I'm going to get him on the show. I, dude, i got to get Travis on the show. Uh, incredible story. Former Green Beret, saw some stuff, incredible. Uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday, you just don't want to miss it because there's stuff I didn't get to today. So come on and see us. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.